Hello and welcome once again to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I am Chris Levine and I will be your host again this time around. You remember this? Calgon, take me away. You remember that? Remember that commercial? A lady appears mid-screen and says, the traffic, the boss, the baby, the dog. That does it. The next thing you know, they're on cloud nine in a bubble bath with what sounds like Chuck Mangione's less talented younger brother piping in soothing pseudo jazz. She's good now. Oh, yeah. She's going to be okay. I think sometimes we all get like the Calgon lady. Too much stuff is too intense in our crazy little lives. And we feel just like Eric Burden in that we've got to get out of this place. Our inner Belinda Carlisle tells us that a vacation is all we've ever wanted. Travel, be it via the bubble bath or a plane ride to somewhere, does something for us psychologically. WebMD.com helps us with this. It, it says there that these are some things that a, a, a good vacation can do. Number one, helps you feel calm. It notes that taking time from work to see new places releases the stress you've been holding on to. Another thing that can help, it says it allows for a reset. As some people can feel the positive impacts of their vacation for up to five weeks after they return. A third one, it improves your mental power. Listen to this. It says taking time to go somewhere and get away from work can help you feel more productive and focused when you get back. This is because your brain needed some rest and it got it. And then finally, a good vacation can potentially increase your creativity, exposure to new cultures, making international friends, studying new languages, taking in different types of food and music have all been linked to better problem solving skills overall. So yes, there are health benefits to just getting out of town for a bit. Still, the article closes with this. It says you shouldn't rely on travel as a form of therapy. If you're feeling anxious or depressed and need help, you should talk to a mental health professional. They can help you find the right treatment. So yes, these are all positives, but we don't want to use a vacation as a crutch because it won't really fix what's creating our anxiety. Now, pop culture often shows how coming back from an adventure changes a character, either from who they were or who they didn't know they were before they left. Here's some examples. Think about, for example, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty or 1962's Lawrence of Arabia or back further to 1953's Roman Holiday. Then you have the Woody Allen film, Midnight in Paris, which captures the golden years of Paris as the main character walks through the streets at night in search of the romantic nostalgia in the city. Dude, we don't have to get all posh. Dora the Explorer, with her little backpack and her monkey, wanders lush countrysides, checking out strawberry mountains and chocolate lakes. 
people have got to be moving on. Now, most people I know that I consider my friends were very, very COVID conscious and still are, but especially in the thick of it, most of them stayed home through the bulk of the pandemic. I feel being home constantly did a real number on us. Of course, we made do, but we missed, rightfully so, per the circumstances, personal contact. Uh, The pandemic plus politics and the craziness of the world in general seems to have made people even more nutty than they were before all of it, in my opinion. I mean, there are mad nutters out there now, way more out in the open than they used to be. It makes some hesitant, for example, to get on an airplane, even if we can at this point per the pandemic. Uh, CNN had a piece on this called Outrage in the Skies. Are airline passengers getting more unruly? It said this, air rage is a term used for disruptive and unruly passenger behavior, ranging from snapping at the flight attendant, attendant, refusing to sit down, brawling with another passenger, and even in the most extreme scenarios, attempting to enter the flight deck or open the emergency exit door. Fights can break out over anything these days. It can break out over the wearing or not wearing of a mask. Fights can break out over all kinds of ticky-tack things because people now feel they can say whatever they want, whenever they want. Uh, If that kind of travel experience happens to you, it may start your vacation uh, with a whimper instead of a bang. Now, still, we are completely sold on how getting away makes it all better. I don't know about you, but I've seen this my whole life on television. You probably did, too. We saw The Office go to Niagara Falls. We saw the Brady Bunch go to Hawaii. And later, so did Red Fox and Demond Wilson on Sanford and Son. We saw Parks and Recreation go to London. If I remember correctly, Lucy, Ricky, Fred, and Ethel went to Europe, too, right? Wasn't that the one with the winemaking where she got in a fight with the Italian lady? A few years after the Brady's partied there, George, Wheezy, Tom, and Helen went to Hawaii. They even took Florence, and they laid it on thick with scenes of them riding in the back of these rickshaw-like tricycles, totally overacting to a basic city street while a generic version of the hookie-lau enters our ears like a whisper from a seashell. It was amazing and terrifying all at the same time, and I loved it. I think that it does one good to change their surroundings from time to time. My thing is, I don't do it enough. It feels like we are always here. And I think psychologically, it's not just affecting me, but it's affecting my whole family. Here's the thing. No place is perfect. But when I lived in California, vacations were nice. But we could always find atmosphere somewhere or a new place or an old trusted haunt we could go to where we felt like when we went away, we really went away. Even if it was for a half of a day and it wasn't that far from us. Think about it, here's an example. If we got up reasonably early, we could drive to Malibu to have breakfast at Paradise Cove, right on the beach. My wife would get the macadamia coconut pancakes. And then when we got back home, we went somewhere. It was like a vacation. 
other times we could just skip the restaurant, just go straight to Point Doom and just sit. The problem is, is that I find that kind of thing extremely hard to do where I live now. Uh, we feel landlocked. And, and really, other than restaurants, which we didn't go to at all per the pandemic until only recently, we kind of feel culturally stifled. Uh, the other part of all of this is that if you're on a budget and you have to be totally conscious of said budget, will you fully relax on your vacation? It's all very tricky. And I promise you, I promise, promise, promise that I'm not complaining. But I personally have had to figure out other ways to achieve what a vacation would provide. That brings me to escapism. Now, Merriam-Webster defines escapism as habitual diversion of the mind to purely imaginative activity or entertainment as an escape from reality or routine. Let's put it's travel in your mind. It's in your head. It's vicarious travel. It's watching travel shows. It's sitting on your porch under a fan with a rum punch and convincing yourself mentally that you're in Barbados. Now, this has a soundtrack, and it's gone back for many, many years. Please tell me that you know about and love Exotica music. Exotica music was an absolute dream come true in this regard. When it came out, and even now, Exotica is travel on vinyl. You could put the needle on the record and go anywhere. I love, love, love vintage Exotica music. In fact, we're going to use this genre in a little bit on our playlist for this episode. But I once heard a comedian say something I thought was really insightful. It's not going to make sense at first with this topic, but we'll get there. He said, and again, I'm doing this from memory, so don't quote me. He asked, do you know why there are liquor stores on almost every corner in rough neighborhoods? Because the people in our neighborhoods can't afford therapy the way that more affluent neighborhoods can. I thought that was interesting. With this in mind, I think it's the same with escapism and mind travel. You see, those who can afford to take regular vacations, they may not have to take it there. They can just go. But those who can't have to find other ways to unwind and to escape their normalcies. Either way, it's good to take rest stops in life, be they at home or afar. It's important to give yourself a life break from time to time, whether it's taking a selfie of yourself besides the Eiffel, beside the Eiffel Tower or, or whether you simply need Calgon to take you away. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist and the subject matter is what dictates the songs. So we have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, I've Never Been to Heaven, But I've Been to Oklahoma playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast dash, I've never been to heaven, but I've been to Oklahoma. You type in half of it and it should pop up so you don't have to go crazy. Prepare yourselves, friends, for a flight through Exotica heaven. Track number one, Polynesian Village Love Theme by the Tikiaki Orchestra. Number two, 
Billy May and the Rico Mambo Orchestra with Hernando's Hideaway. Number three, Esquivel, with an exclamation point at the end, by the way, with Granada. Number four, perhaps the reigning king record for this genre, the song and the album's name are Quiet Village, and of course, it's by Martin Denny. Number five, this guy is either tied with Martin Denny or a close second in the exotica world, Mr. Les Baxter with Tropicando. Number six, Bali High by Tak Shindo. Number seven, The Out Islanders with Honorable Hong Kong Rock. Number eight, Chant of the Moon by Robert Drasnan. Number nine, the incomparable Nelson Riddle with Lisbon Antigua. And number 10, from the movie Blue Hawaii, Elvis Presley steps up to the orchid-draped mic stand with Hawaiian Sunset. That is our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Man, if you don't know Exotica Music, you need to check this one out. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash. I've never been to heaven, but I've been to Oklahoma. Do you know that reference? You'll find it. You look it up. You'll find it. We'd like to welcome some new listeners to our little program. Our demographics report shows we now have listeners in Atascadero, California, and in New Brunswick, Canada. Welcome. We're very happy that you're here with us on Refresher. And all of you out there, please remember this show simply would not exist without you. But if you could all do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help to keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. You can also check out our website for all things Refresher at refresherpodcast.yolasite.com for Refresher clothing, as well as all of my books and links to friends of the show. Friends of the show like the wonderful people at leafy.com, L-E-A-F-V-E.com, designcraft, D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T, and of course, we, we don't want to forget our friends at the Managing Expectations podcast. By the way, Jeff from the Managing Expectations podcast is the one who, for the first time, turned me on to Esquivel. So that, that says a little something about how cool that show is. So find all this fun stuff again at refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. As always... The music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive, and the song is called A Day Late. This song was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.